Alright, let me see what I got. I'm Adam Manis. I'm going solo today. I thought I'd take a swing at our theme song, Emotion in Motion by the great Peter Martin. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I've been really working on um, in my own musical growth, and I thought they were really interesting, and I wanted to share them with you. But before I do that, I just want to mention our sponsor, Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses. Hey, check out our new Magic Voicing System course that I made. It's become super popular. It's a really easy system for playing five-note voicings that give you a ton of melodic options with the top notes. You could actually play melodies um, in a very like slick fourths based kind of thing it's very very cool check it out we'll put a link here to magic voicings that's openstudiojazz.com so today i want to talk about a couple of things we get asked about a lot the first is when should i move on from practicing and we talked a little bit about this but i've been doing more and more thinking and more and more research on this and the second is exploration and our own ability to find things that lock in with us as opposed to just reading from a book or taking from a video um, the importance of, of growth and the importance of exploration within growth. I want to start here. I've been reading this book called Transcend um, by psychologist Scott Barry Kaufman. It's great, by the way. You should check it out. Um, and his chapter on exploration starts with a quote by... Uh, famous philosopher Soren Kierkegaard from Either Or, which is a book I used to try to uh, impress uh, women with when I was a young man, <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, reading it at cafes, uh, as, as a 19-year-old would do. Uh, but it starts off with this great quote from Soren Kierkegaard, If I were to wish for anything, I should not wish for wealth or power, but for the passionate sense of potential, for the eye which, ever young and ardent, sees the possible. Pleasure disappoints, possibility never. And what wine is so sparkling, what's so fragrant, what's so intoxicating as possibility? And then Scott Barry Kaufman uh, begins the chapter by saying, the need for exploration, the desire to seek out and make sense of novel, challenging, and uncertain information and experiences is an irreducible fundamental need. And I, I, this resonated with me so, so strongly because I in helping other people grow musically and, and really focusing on my own musical growth, I've noticed this trend that is ongoing and seemingly happening forever and frustrating, I think, psychologically to us as we try to grow. And that's, we find something, right? A way to work on something or an idea that feels like it is infinite and maybe it is, but it feels like it's gonna, it's gonna resonate with us forever. And we're gonna, we found this one thing. That's the, that's the secret, right? That's the key. This little thing I found, whether that's some voicing or some technical um, aspect of our playing, or some scale or some something, right? Something was like, oh, this is it. This now everything will lock into place. And that thing usually has a shelf life in our in our brain until it stops being so resonant with us. It stops 
helping us to feel like we are making progress or, or making better art. And it starts to get stale. And for some reason, we're always the last, the last person to notice this thing in our own selves, right? We're, we're holding on to this idea of like, well, why isn't, why am I not, you know, Chick Corea? All of a sudden I have this Chick Corea scale that I learned. And I, you know, this was solving my, my problems for a while. It felt invincible for a while. And now I'm kind of back to not feeling everything I'm playing. What is that all about? And I think what, what this, this quote and, and what uh, Dr. Kaufman here is, are talking about is something that needs to be addressed in, in our growth and the way we practice. And that's the fact that human beings are designed for exploration and we're driven by dopamine by uncovering uh, some order in chaos. Some, there's some things that we don't understand and it makes us incredibly satisfied to figure those things out. And then once we kind of have them figured out and worked out, it's almost like a banana, right? There's, there's a green period where they're not great to eat, where they're unripe. Then there's a, a four or five day window where they're just great, maybe three, <laughs> depending on your banana. And then there's a point where they just get spotted and they're okay, but it's not as the, the returns are diminishing and then they get brown and mushy and they're gross to eat. Um, and I think it's, it's a very similar idea as we explore new concepts in our playing. And I just want to kind of take some time right now to recognize this and maybe develop some strategies uh, we can have uh, to help us get past that hump, right? To help us stop beating ourselves up when what we're working on isn't working anymore, to recognize that it's not working, and to realize that exploring new things is the process. And it, it's not like we have to hammer down everything that we explore in every key until we're insane. We really need to spend time with things until we're ready to explore other things and realize that there's only so many, there's only so much to learn, right? We, we have only so much time and we only have so many options and we can come back to things. And this is something that I talk a lot about in like the daily guided practice session. A lot of people say like, I just don't have these in every key and, and we're working on these voicings and now you want to move on to scales. It's like, yeah, we're going to come back to these voicings. I think one of the things that I've, I've noticed in my own playing is when I'm good at acknowledging that, okay, this idea is, is, is spotted now and it's getting mushy and it's still a great idea, but I need to move on for my own exploratory sense of well-being. It's healthier for my playing if I'm passionate about what I'm doing, if I'm getting those dopamine hits from exploring something novel that I don't understand yet. And I need to work that in to my practice routine. Like I need to understand that there's going to be times where I find something and it lights me up. And I, I, my initial gut reaction to this is it's going to light me up forever. And for some reason, we're, we're designed with this dichotomy of we need to explore the novel, right? But we somehow want to, want to hold on to the things that we find, uh, novel at first as if they still are as if they're still doing us this this good work when they're not really and uh so i think one of the first things to do is something that we talk about a lot peter and i've mentioned a lot and that's keep a practice journal and really keep a record of when you start working on something what it feels like as you're working on 
it's one thing to just acknowledge, okay, I'm working on this, but like I've started in my own personal journal and my practice journal, started writing down things like, uh, you know, worked on, let's say the magic voicings, worked on the magic voicings in the key of B today, felt really, really fresh, uh, discovered this one thing about maybe a handshape or something like that, right? Some kind of detail about what was going on and why it was fresh. And maybe, you know, three days later, I'm like, oh, I worked on magic voicings in G over like out of nowhere. Didn't feel fresh. It was easy and it, that, that's cool. It feels, it feels great, but I'm a little bored with that. And being honest with that and not being like, oh, I shouldn't be bored, right? Sometimes I get into these like head spaces where I'll be like, uh, Wayne Shorter wouldn't be bored. He would find the, the minutia in this and work on it in a practice room all day long. And that's just not true. <laughs> you know, like one of the things that our heroes are great at is, is knowing themselves. And one of the things great players are good at is moving on and exploring parts of their playing and themselves to get the most out of it. I've seen it up, up close, you know, with some of these great artists that we have here at Open Studio. Um, they don't beat themselves up for not working on a new thing in every key and it being perfect. They, they want that to happen and that's part of their, their MO, but it's, they realize that it's a much longer time scale. So just keeping a journal and keeping track of where you are, like in the process of that banana, right? Where, where am I with like major scales? Like I could find days and days and days of interest in simple things like major scales. And I've got to recognize when I'm interested in it and I've got to recognize when I'm not anymore. And so keeping track of that, that journal is one way to do it. Another tip that I recommend for, for being able to do this smoothly is to be searching on the lookout for those sparks of inspiration where this could be something that I am very, very interested in and kind of having that on deck. And again, you can use your journal to keep track of this. So I will, I will have like, again, let's say magic voicings and I'm working it on giant steps or something. And I'll say, uh, kind of write down like, but I just saw this Chick Corea pentatonic lick and I kind of want to go there. And I will try to be as honest with myself as possible, not beating myself up. If I don't finish the magic voicings in all 12 keys in every tune I know, that's okay. I will come back to it. I will, I will eventually, you know, play these magic voicings in a, in a, in a situation where it will remind me or something will spark, a new thing will spark. I'll get bored of the new Chick Korea thing eventually. Maybe I'll go back to the magic voices. Maybe I won't, but I need to have some backups like on the back burner. And maybe even I'm starting to sprinkle those in. I mean, definitely I'm starting to sprinkle those in as I'm working on other things. But kind of what you want to do is, again, it's, it's kind of about awareness for all of this. Being aware of where you are with what you're currently working on and being aware of things that might spark your interest in the very near future and, and just letting yourself go to those places without the guilt or beating yourself up for not drilling them into your head until you hate music and you don't touch your instrument for a month. That's not the point. The point is to f- constantly be finding things that spark you. So again, keeping a journal can be very, very beneficial uh, for that process. So one more thing I just want to talk about as we as we talk about um, change and exploration is giving yourself time at your instrument to explore completely free. Um, 
the other day I was just kind of working on a problem and I found what to me was a whole new way to approach, you know, a dominant chord to a minor one. And actually I'll do an episode about this uh, for our next episode and I'll, I'll fill you in on what that is. But I was trying to figure it out. I was, I, I was hearing something in my head about how to play a dominant seven chord, like an altered chord going to a, a minor six chord, right? And I didn't want to use the altered scale. And it just took me about half an hour of just being free with that exploration of just testing and trusting my ears and maybe referencing some recordings that I knew there was a sound I wanted and working that into my time. And I had other things that I was going to work on, by the way, this day. I was going to work on some some pentatonic stuff. And I recognized that there was a spark here, that I was searching for something, that I was in that exploratory mode. And when we can put some value on that and recognize that's what's happening, right? Recognize that, okay, I'm here to explore. This is a basic human fundamental need. This is why I play music. This is why I'm here. I need to, I need to set time aside so that I can do this. And if that means abandoning what I had scheduled to practice and what I thought was going to be the thing that makes me better, so be it. That's okay. That's why we practice on the regu- on a regular basis. That's why we make music is to discover new things. So that's it. Just the idea of, of actually putting some value on exploration and realizing that it's part of us as human beings. It's part of us as artists. And it needs to be as valued as trying to get something or trying to drill ourselves into a hole. Um, this idea of, of being an explorer and, and exploring our own curiosity can make a huge difference in how much things stick to us and our overall growth as artists and people. So that's my thought for today. A bit of a, a bit of a rah-rah rant. Uh, again, thank you to our sponsor, Open Studio. Check out openstudiojazz.com for all your jazz piano or jazz uh, instruction needs. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow uh, with another solo thing. Is we're, we're revamping our pod recording situation. Again, during this pandemic, everything's a little bit up in the air. So trying to figure it out. Uh, but I'll do another solo on exactly this uh, new scale that I, well, quote, quote unquote, new, new to me scale that I started using over a dominant seventh chord to a minor sixth chord. And until then, 